Hey, what's going on? Happy Friday. I'm Christian Ortiz. This is Peter Pires. And you're on the ropes uh, in the middle of September. We're heading into the fall. Fall starts uh, September 23rd. November 1st already daylight. 23rd? Really? Yeah. 23rd. 23rd. 23rd, I think, is fall. I don't know. Daylight savings November 1st. Fuck. Already. Weather in Orlando, Florida is already, I feel like, is already going down a little bit. And I love it. I love every bit of it. I'm not going to lie. When it starts getting cooler out. Hoodie yeah. season. I but with COVID, don't we all, all feel like it? Like there was like really no summer. There was no summer at all. I had really there was no summer. At all. That's how I feel. I, I mean, I had no camps. I had there was just nothing. No beach. Well, besides you, but no beach. Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go to the beach. Nothing. It's fucking. Twenty twenty has been a fucking weird year, anyway. I'm sure we all can't wait wait for it to be over, which brings me to, Peter, would you rather fast forward? Like, if you could just leave everything the way it was, right? Meaning, like, you wouldn't lose anything, nothing would happen, but you can fast forward through past COVID. Like, COVID's over, no more mask, everything's open, but you don't know how long that would take. Would you risk that, or would you rather just live uh, your life the way it goes? Know, I do like living life the way that it goes, because, I mean... Um Kevin, I feel like shit's shit's pretty solid, but I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, think I would probably. I might fast forward. I want to see what the fuck is on the other. And end. I, I'll answer that. Why should be twenty twenty three? At my age like, now, <laughs> at my age now, no. If I was younger, twenty twenty one, twenty two, I probably would fast forward. What about you, bro? I'm not gonna lie. I a lot of good shit happened. Me too. During that Me too. time. I feel you. You know what I mean? I feel like if I, I mean, if I fast forward, would I still know all the stuff that I fast forwarded through? Uh, he's saying like, would he end up like, I'm just fucking, I want to go in and sit down and enjoy a meal. Yeah. I, like, Without being like I, scared I just, of or, someone or being like, where's your mask? Like, or afraid or like, just my yeah. God. Yeah. I feel you on that. Like, no, just, I, I hear you. Anyways, uh, this is a business, uh, health and wellness, uh, and, of course, our relationship topic show, which is your On the Ropes. And today, uh, we're going to be talking about basically um, what what personal trainers and prof- fitness professionals look for in the success and how to be a successful client. Um, and we're going to recommend some tips with that. Uh, business, my, my topic today is actually came from my wife. What if... You can't recuperate from COVID. Like, what if my Fit Kids, Fit Kids for Fun program doesn't, they can't recuperate. People really get scared. My, let's say, schools really jack up their prices and I can't really afford it. Like, what if, right? Um, and I'll answer that in a second. And then in relationships, um, what does it truly mean to be in a relationship? Uh, what commitment means to you? And basically life meaning, um, which is probably different for everybody. Uh, so we'll hop into it since we're going to get right into the fitness subject, and that is being a successful client slash being in personal training relationship. Uh, and what does that look like? Peter. First and foremost, uh, a personal trainer is going to give you things that will generally. Wow. Are you serious right now? <laughs> um, generally, a personal trainer is going to give you the things that. Will <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bro, your mouth went like this big. You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, a personal trainer is going to give you things that's going to help you achieve their goal. Uh, uh, well, achieve your goal. So it's as simple as just doing the job. The main reason why I hired my coach was because, well, I, I'm going to get a little bit 
deeper here, but like uh, when it comes to me being my own trainer and or coach, I'm far more subjective as opposed to objective when it comes to me doing a specific thing. So um, essentially, I reached out to my coach. I was like, hey, I want you to do this for me. Um, and he does all of my uh, programming and all that other stuff. So um, I remember one time in particular, I was at a friend's house. And I just bought a new notebook. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going into a powerlifting meet in X amount of time. So I'm going to sit here and write out uh, my program. I ended up throwing away at least 10 to 15 sheets of paper right then and there. And I was like, fuck, I can't do this for myself anymore. It's not that I can't. I can still do it. But, like, I was far more subjective because I would be like, oh, well, what if this is heavy and all this other shit? So I would just trash one. And then I will go in, write another one. I'm like, ah, this looks like a little bit too much volume. Then I trash that. And I just kept going. So ultimately, my main thing when I actually reached out to my coach was, I don't even want to use my brain anymore. I want you to write out whatever the fuck I need to do. And then I'm going to do the job. So uh, all of this was just a long winded way of me saying, just do what the plan calls for. The more that you think about it, the more that you're going to actually convince yourself to do what's comfortable and counterproductive to what you actually have to do. That was the most like technological. It's like all over the place. It was like explanation that I think I've ever heard. Yeah, just for it to be simple. That's that's Peter for you. Yeah. Just for it to be simple. It's my boy Pete. Just simple, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> um, you, you know, for for uh, for me, I I think that um, you know, being a, a successful trainer to your client um, is, and these are these are with anything in life. Okay, you got to be able. I I think if you ever want to live, love, laugh, be happy. See, money. You can live, you can love, and you can laugh without money. Okay. But but money makes it better. But money, but money. There's things you can there's things you can do to enjoy, free your mind. There's just certain things you need that that money can bring. Right. The whole point I'm trying to make is there are three things in life that you need, and that's basically you need to be com- a commit commitment, effort, discipline, and some sort of passion you you need to go after, and that and that's it. If you have those four things with anything and, and you apply those four things with anything, you will be successful. That being said, if you're a trainer and you're having problems reaching your clients or you're having problems like getting clients or you're having problems with like their results, it's because you probably haven't really been disciplined. Your effort's not there. Your um, passion, uh, what did I say? And you're you're not really committed. Like, how committed really are you uh, to to that person? Are you following up with them? Are you making sure they're okay? Are they do Are they doing their shit? Are they you know? When's the last time you weighed them? Um, when's the last time you talked to them? Not even as a personal trainer, but like, hey, are, is everything going person, okay yeah, with yeah. your life? Like, are you going? Are you okay? Like, like I, I you know, I I fell off of that. For, for a while, you know, and so like I'm back. We on, all do. We I, all do. We all do. And, I, and ever since I got back on board with that, I've got I've signed up more people. Mm-hmm. Ever since I sent my text messages out, I follow up. I call follow up Fridays. So I put that on my little panda planner and follow up Fridays is basically mean any client that I've had, any consultation I've had within the last three months, 
I just send them a text message and let them know, hey, as Christian, just want to let you know, like, you know, how are you doing with with everything? How's your how's your health? How's your fitness journey coming along? If they if they're not signed up, mm-hmm. um, I know you've been going through with things. Just let you know if you need any, you know you you ever need to talk or you ever want to come back and get some aggression out in the gym or or need some some slam some ropes. I got you on me. Don't worry, just come back in. Yeah. And sometimes you'd be surprised. You reach out to twenty people, you get two clients, and all of a sudden they're they're paying you. But I didn't reach out to them because I want money. I'm reaching out because they were once a, a high paying client to me. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, that's what I do. Secondly, if you are a client, you got to know what to expect from your trainer. You have to know what you want from them. Like, what is it that you are really looking for? Cause if you're looking for results, that's not going to come from the trainer. That's going to come from yourself. Exactly. What I end up telling uh, a lot of my clients, especially if I see them like one, generally one to two times a week, I'll say to them, like, uh, there's 178 hours over the span of a week, and I see you for two. So if you're not doing what you need to do in those other 176 hours, and you can exclude sleep and things like that. I think it's 168. Yeah, do the math on that. Do the math on that and let me know. (sighs) Hmm. Listen to him from now on. But, uh... (laughs) So he said, yeah, 168. So, like, I would only see them for 160. Oh, well, I'd only see them for two hours. You know what I mean? So That's, that's why, you know, that's why. That's, I'm not, uh, yeah, math is I, not I, mean, I mentor Pete with some yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, math being one of them. Um, So if I only see you for two hours over the span of a week and you're expecting to look like a fucking Greek god over the span of, uh, like, three months. The Rock. Yeah, like The Rock. Like, you're you're for one, you're in the wrong place. Two, you have a very skewed perception of what fitness does. And how long it actually takes. But that goes for anything, right? There's a lot. I mean, there's so many people that if they're not in that career. Okay. That's that's everything. I totally agree. There's that's an audible book. Everything. There's an audible book that I'm reading. It's called Never Lose a Customer Again. Wow. And they talk about so many people. Rebecca will tell you this. Mm-hmm. And my even my new marketing person, Tiffany. I, I don't know if I've even gotten one conversation with her about this yet. But. What me people people realize? How do you stay in business? Answer the question. How do you possibly stay in business? If I'm going to ask you that, I'm asking you. How do you stay in business? Go. What do you think? This goes for any any fucking thing. Anything. Keep reaching out to potential customers. Okay. What else? Retain customers. There you go. Oh damn. Okay. Keep your customers. Yeah. What, yeah. What, I mean, yeah. p- that's the number one way to keep your business. Yeah. It's not it's so many companies out there. That's what I mean. Spend like, so much money on trying to get customers. And what happens people. is they fucking leave because they're not doing a good enough job securing them and, yeah, and, and no, finessing them. We had this we had this uh, conversation about um what's it called? Because uh, Call of Duty, um, Call of Duty would go through and like make new shit for the new people. But it wouldn't cater to the original crowd that gravitates toward the game every year. You know what I mean? Like uh, the last one to me was garbage. Oh, Modern Warfare. This one that's yeah, out it was fucking now. boring. It was, it was terrible. Boring. It's it was out boring already? as fuck. Modern Warfare. The new one. It's out. The already? last one. Oh, I see. I think yeah. you said the new one. Wait, I, oh, but that hey, that alpha going crazy. 
That shit is fun. Which one was the first one that I got on? Black Ops 4. That one was good. It was a fun game. Yeah, it's a really fun each game. Because each character had a special, right? Yeah. You could throw your little drone thing. I yeah. like that one. That one was good. I yeah. feel like Black Ops was always better than Modern Warfare to me. You know, I th- <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 was the best Call of Duty Okay, no, time. that one was really good. But then when Black Ops came out, I was like, oh. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I but look what you guys are talking about. That That proves my point. Keep your customers. Like, if you have the best video game of all time, just, Black Ops 2, mm-hmm. what do you, how do you go from that to this? Modern Warfare, yeah. Like, you got to keep something consistent. Look at Apex Legends, for for example. Mm-hmm. Like, they've added some new weapons. They yeah, listen to people. And they're like, hey, you can, we can't, we drop, we don't have a weapon. Okay, they put a crafting thing out now. You know what I mean? Like they they they've made some say they make adjustments. Yeah. But they don't make such massive adjustments. It's like, hey, look it changes at me the game now. completely. Keep in mind, this is the same uh creators of Modern Warfare 2. There the- you go. Oh, drop the mic. Don't drop the mic. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um please retain your customers. And I it's the biggest lesson I've learned over my tenure. And my and, and don't get me wrong, I fail at it sometimes. If there's any clients that I do. do fail, I don't follow up with some people or friends. I really don't. Um, and but what I'm what I am telling you is when you when I'm in the game and I'm going in and I'm going in hard, I I I do a really good job retaining my customers. There was a time where most of my customers were with me for three or more years, and I had about ten of them. That's fucking like wild. That. It was like a record. When I was over at Anytime Fitness, it was like that. I had these, they were, they just stayed with me, and they never left. They might take a break here. Was, or there, what's the name? Uh, right, Z or whatever. Yeah, you like had it was in? Z, and then his friend Kara, and then I had like this this lady named Gwen, mm-hmm. um, this girl Siobhan. I mean, like they were with me for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and, and and sometimes you know, and you know, I, I move on to, to to things. But the whole point I'm trying to make is as a client. You have to be able to understand that. Communicate to your trainer. Let them know if you're not Talk feeling. Talk to them, yeah. If you're not feeling the program, if you're not feeling, you know, the way the way they're 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 training, you just talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if, you know, if I've heard some wild stories though, like trainers will be like, or no, um, clients will be like, oh yeah, like I don't like the way things are going, and a trainer will fucking spaz on them. What do you mean? All this other bullshit. They just don't have any customer service skills. Yeah. That's I mean, that's just that, that, that's be, just that you gotta have some customer service. You need man. to be good at customer service, you know, or just to, talking to, to me. People, it's not to hard. me, if you have a client that leaves, okay, even like Alex, like I've reached out to Alex, Marissa, like they're all on my phone, all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've seen them leave for the last three months, you haven't talked to them, like send them a text. Hey, how are you? I don't even tell them, hey, come back to training. I'd be like, hey, how are you? How's your fitness going? How's life going? And sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know, wow, it's funny you just texted me. Boom, boom, boom. They'll oh, I was say thinking something. about texting you or some shit like that. And I'll just, you know, I'll just say, hey, you know, there was a client. like she's, she's at Orange Theory now. And she was a longtime client of mine. And she's just like Orange Theory. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for you. You know, if you want to come do once a week, great. If not, like, I wish you luck. Let me know how it's going. Yeah, and I wasn't saying I never was once was like, hey, here's a here's a special for one ninety nine. Like, no, like that's not gonna be me. That's not what I'm. Like, you have to build that rapport, that relationship with with mm-hmm. people. Totally agree. You know, and and it's it's crazy. Um, it's crazy the way customer service is even headed. So you got basically the whole point of this is retain your clients. If you're a client and you want to be successful, communicate to your trainer. 
make sure you understand what actual results are. If you're looking just specifically for weight, I want you to understand sometimes that's not always the case. Your body may lose water weight, inches, body fat. It's it, to me th- as being a trainer for you know since 2004, what's that? 16 fucking years. You know the one thing that I holy shit. It made you realize. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, one thing that I've realized is most people are happy when they look and feel good mm-hmm. about themselves. They really don't care like, yeah, I was 155. Like they more care about like how they look, how they feel. Mm-hmm. Women care about what they're wearing, how something fits. Mm-hmm. A guy's like, hey, I just want to take my shirt off in front of my boys and look good, right? Like they they just they that's just how it is. Most guys yeah, are like, like that. When you run into like the, my boys. and women are like, hey, I put the, I'm a size two, I'm a size four, whatever the fuck that yeah, you know. They're they, like, they oh my god, be, yeah. And when they tell you that, you feel good. Like, man, I was yeah, that was a part of your journey. So make sure you commun- you understand like when your trainer is all if it's a good trainer, if they're trying to tell you something, it's most likely because like they've been around and they know like what. Sometimes you, people come in here and they think they know what they want and they really don't. Like, you have to tell them what they, what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Peter? There have been plenty of times where someone will be like, they will give me, like, conflicting results. Well, not conflicting uh, goals. They'll be like, hey, I want to lose um, uh, 10 pounds in two days and I want to put on, like, eight pounds of muscle. And I'm like... <sighs> What? Eight pounds of muscle. Yeah, so just, I'm I'm exaggerating, but like they'll say some wild shit like that, and I'm like, let's take a step back here. You're not. I exaggerating. want you. Yeah, I've heard some wild yeah, shit. I've heard some people say like, oh, I want to lose like 15 pounds uh, by like my fucking uh, like whatever, like my trip next week, and I'm like, you're gonna have to be really aggressive right now because like I don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of time, yeah, and we're gonna have to get this done now. Is it fe- and like I go through a whole spiel and I'm like, is it feasible? Yes, but you're probably gonna feel like shit. Yeah, it's going to fucking happen. It's not like you're doing something that's gonna take over a span of time and you can adjust. Yeah, it's more so like we need to be we need to do this as aggressively as possible. And I generally try not to to work with that person again afterwards. I'll I'll, I'll say something coming from the consumer side. One thing that I always noticed about the fitness industry is there was always this thing where it came where it was always like see results in 30 days or see results in 90 yeah. days and it that's, kinda, uh, that's more so predatory marketing no right but i'm saying it kind of put this in people's head that oh you it's that, that easy yeah. it's that quick and that's then social it, media for you yeah and then they go to a trainer they're like well why can't it happen in 30 days why can't it happen in 90 days yeah. some results can happen in 30 days i've no. seen i've seen guys lose 12 14 pounds in a month right that's but, that's I mean, totally doable. i, I have seen right. i've seen it happen but that's up to that person but i'm saying like i know longevity is going to take way longer than that mm-hmm. you know it's about like at, at the end of the day what i, I preach yeah Shit. what well you tired he needs really a coffee. Yeah. No, I, I had uh, I had some tea. Oh yeah, what I what I generally preach to my clients is like, if I can give you a a program that completely takes you out of your uh, your comfort zone, right? And I make shit super hard for you. But if it's not manageable, it makes no difference. If you can't manage it and sustain it over a period of time, it's not going to make any slight difference to you because 
guess what? You're going to do it for two weeks. You're going to be hyped up. But then when the motivation is gone, everything goes to shit. You know, just just with fitness, you know, if if weight is that important to you, if, if um, the scale or how you look, feel, you know, my recommendation, 16 years of training, hundreds of clients, if not thousands at this point, probably think, thinking back. You know, you you've got to you've got to I've realized it comes down to how they look, how they feel about themselves. And so fitness gives you a. An outside and inside look on who you really are sometimes. I agree. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. It really does. It really does. It, it really will tell you that. Um, anything to add about the fitness topic, Peter? Uh, no, no. Just do what you're supposed to do. Don't worry about. Uh, people get caught up in the day-to-day. Just do what you have to do. And ultimately, you'll get results. That's it. All right, business subject. What if COVID, you cannot recover from COVID, which is happening, okay? And yeah, some people aren't. There's a, and my, you know, even with mine, like, what if? Like, what if shit hits the fan next year and, you know, I can't get into schools no more, or, or or whatever it is like that, and you know what what happens? What would happen if gym gyms were shut down, Peter? Highly doubt you can't. Tra- I'm just saying, like yeah. you can't train. Like, what if something like that happened? Yeah. Um, if I couldn't go to a gym, I would end up being one of those fucking uh, movement based specialists. I know that I'd probably end up doing that. Oh, you'd be furious. Like, you'd be going. Oh, no, I'd be fucking mad, but, like, I would probably end up just go back to playing sports. <laughs> That's what I would do. Like, just end up signing up for, not necessarily, like, competitive sports by any means. Maybe, like, fucking, like, rec leagues or something. But I think that's what I would end up doing. Because I wouldn't want to just not do anything. I would just be mad. I probably would pursue some sort of motivational speaking or something. Really? Um, either that but I mean, listen. If this is just this, this is like worst case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. To me, in order for any business to be successful and keep going, that business has to be option A, option B, option C. That's the only option you have to give yourself. That's what Will Smith said. When you don't give yourself any other, like for example, me, right? I did three years of college. I never graduated. Like I didn't I, get that far. I don't have like. You know, all I have is my, my fitness, customer service, a lot of restaurant and food experience, which is good. Okay. But that's it. Like, I, I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 in February. I can't just, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no option. There is, there's no going, I'm not going backwards. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to, I have no choice but to make it work. Yeah, me too. All I have is a high school diploma. <laughs> I have, I like, I, I don't have an option B. Like, if you're, if you're giving, if you're giving yourself option B, which is even most people are like, I'll just go back to college. Okay. And then what? You're giving yourself option B. But no, my whole point is that's in the back of their head. The minute they fail, they go back to college. I'll just go to college. Okay. Go to college. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? Fail your way or get through college? I mean, I mean, my, my whole point is option A should be the only option. And my, my wife, I mean, my wife, she sent me a really good link. It was... um. It was called Seven Tool Baseball Academy and Softball. And this guy had like hundreds of fucking kids, mm-hmm. 18 and under. Yeah. Weightlifting and like, I mean, the kids were like 10. You had them doing like squats and shit. I'll show you, Peter. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm like, holy shit, like this guy, like he he legit built something I've always wanted to do like a little with kids. Like a really a really big baseball this is it right here. This is it. A really big baseball academy. But that's pretty cool. He's though. got like I mean, these kids are these kids are eleven, bro, eleven, oh, twelve years shit. old. He got them on a hack squat and shit. Damn. Um. But yeah, like he he's got them going, uh, and, and he, it's a lot of the softball girls, as you can see here, and you see a lot of um. You know, like the whole team, like this, like he's got them. He's got this their their Instagram page, mm-hmm. but you know it, it's a. Uh, Look, yeah, he he built. Is that a recording he, he, that you? Have? No, my wife does this on her phone. She's recording it. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they're not even getting that many likes, but they're pretty big, right? They're yeah. pretty. Um, it's pretty big. They're like, a pretty big company. Organization, and it's yeah. like it's like you know, they're they're thriving through COVID, right? There's mm-hmm. kids kids got something to do. So, you know, we had an event the other day. Twenty five kids showed up. That's good. Twenty five. You know, so I'm I'm happy. I I think this will this will blow by, but. If COVID didn't work out, I would make sure I found a way to make it work. Yeah. You got to find a way. Yeah, That's exactly. It. I There's totally a way. Agree. There is a way. You yeah. just got to find it. Yo, what's the time, Kevin? Four, four eighteen. Oh, no, I was talking about that. Uh, 25 minutes. I was talking about that. Yeah, 25 oh, minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. Oh. I just want to make sure that thing didn't go out. On Anything like. to add to that, Peter? Um. No, I agree with everything that you said. Um. Realistically, you only fail once you fall down and you just stop. And that's one thing that I noticed because there's plenty of times where I just could have stopped training where I got burnt out or I just didn't feel like doing X, Y, Z. I could have easily just stopped. But then again, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Um, I could have stopped training when because we were renting the house when I lived in uh, Ocoee. We were renting the house and then the dude who owned the house was like, hey, I'm selling the house. So people were going to be in and out of the house like all the time. And I was training people in my backyard. You know what I mean? He didn't know I was fucking doing that. So I could have stopped guys moved, right then and so there. So you moved from Okoe to Winter Garden to another spot Winter Garden? Yes. Yes. So you're not at Stony Brook no more, right? No. No. I'm uh, like next to LA Fitness in Winter Garden. Not too far from Okay. Oh, yeah. word? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, um. Essentially, like, I could have stopped right then and there, like, oh, well, I can't train anybody outside of my house anymore, you know what I mean? I could have stopped right then and there and just been done with it, but no, I went somewhere else. I was like, all right, let me figure that out. And then, <laughs> you know, like, we we both ended up uh, leaving that other gym, you know what I mean? And I had, no, you, you didn't have anywhere to train for a while. That's, that's when you were doing mm-hmm. it at the park. The park. Yeah, and... uh I told that dude they can't my fucking money. I yeah. don't care if I got to train at a fucking park. And he did for like I eight did. months. Eight fucking months, bro. No shame, bro. Did they like it? I I was doing fine out there. <laughs> yeah, he was. I remember yeah. that shit. I he said he made fi- more money. I was I like, did. what the fuck? No I had almost more clients at the park than I did at the gym. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it was because of, cause that guy, like, they just, he, they, he was just, they didn't, again, it was the way he ran it. It was just service. the way his customer service was just terrible. Yeah, just what it was it terrible. It wasn't the best, but um, that's usually what it is. I mean, a lot of people are turned off by that. It's fucking stupid, bro. Like, it's just a matter of like, just be respectful to people. Don't let them disrespect you. Let me not say that. Don't let them disrespect you. But be respectful, and chances are things will blow over just fine. 
Yeah, because you need them to pay bills. But you yeah, know what? You know what he forgot? You know who else was his customers? Me and Peter. That's true. Paying him money, yeah. rent per month. He's paying him the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we we literally me between me and Christian we had, oh my god, like ninety percent of his easily. Like, yeah, ninety percent of his uh, like uh, personal training shit. We had so 90%. that was that's how this spot. Yes, bro. That's how me and Pete like. That's how me and Pete kind of like got close. Yeah. Cause that's we we were there all day, yeah, all fucking day, bro. Like complaining about the music, laughing, and then yeah. like we were in the back chilling, talking about books. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, fuck this guy, I'm out of here." <laughs> I was like, and I was telling him, "You need to get the fuck out." And he's like, "No, I got no place to train." Yeah, and then like I was training. Then at the I park. got kicked out. Yeah, he kicked uh, you out. Yeah, I got kicked out. I was training at the park, and I told him and Neil. I was like, guys, listen, I'm about to, you guys want in on this shit or what? Because I'm about to get my own gym. And Peter was like, I'm in. Neil was like, I'm in. And we were going, it, was mostly, it was mostly me and Peter. Backed out. It was he mostly me out. and Peter. Yeah. And we came in, we saw the spot or whatever. And I was telling him. Dude, this shit was I love Neil, if you're watching this, I love, I love you. But I, we had, I had the intuition that you were back. And I kept telling Peter. Yeah. I said, he's going to back out. Just be prepared. And I didn't, like, want nah, nah, nah. I didn't want to believe it. And 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 he ended up doing. But you know what? Look at it. it turned out great, right? I'm chilling. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so you know that goes to show you, all you got to do is take a risk. Yeah. yeah. And just start, it's the same thing. Like what, what we just said. Like once you end up like, because you can easily quit. There's so many times where you can quit. I could literally leave here and never come back again. You know what I mean? And realistically, that's a choice. I have every single day, but I don't want to. Why would I do that? You know what I mean? So a failure is literally what you make it because you could consider anything a failure. Uh, you earn one less dollar than what your initial goal was for that month. You can consider that. You could chalk that up to a failure if you want to. But it's whether or not you actually bounce back from that. Also, this is a good quote. You can either take a risk and fail or you could do nothing and fail. But at least taking a risk might lead you to not failing. That's true. Doing nothing is automatic. You already know what your result is. Yeah. That's why I got that. Like, realistically. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's, I got yeah. that, this tattoo. The nothing costs nothing. Because when you think about it, to be nothing, it costs you nothing. To anything that you want, it's not going to come free. Right. So nothing costs nothing. There's a little double entendre. I thought that was really cool. Bars. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get that on my arm. <laughs> Patrick yeah. was so mad when I got it. Why? Because he was like, oh, more words, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to do Where more is anime that? shit. What, what is it in Chinese, Japanese? No, I got that. English. English right there. Nothing costs nothing. English ease. Yeah. English ease. Yeah. English-ese? yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need you to turn your it's mic on. It's the truth. <laughs> but it's the truth. Listen, re- you can either listen, do nothing, and it costs which, you which nothing. is a choice. Yeah. And you're going to either stay where you're at or, or, or just decline from there. Or you take a risk and super decline, but at least you know that you might there's also something, not. There's something you, on the back end. You might also go forward, right? Yeah. It's either 50-50 or I took zero. a risk. It was October 31st. I looked that motherfucker in the face. He's like, where's my rent? I said, he ain't getting rent. Shook his I'm hand and he out. dipped. I told Pete, we were <laughs> in the back. Peter, never forget this. Yeah. Shook his hand and he I was dipped, here. I bro. Was like, I was like, Peter, I'm done. He's like, what? I said, I'm going to walk over there. I'm going to tell him right to his fucking face I'm not coming back. Where I'm was done. this place? I right up the road. Peter Peter oh. thought, I, I, he was like, he, I, I did. I got up. 
Yeah, like five minutes later, bro. <laughs> I was I was in the like he had this little room yeah. where um, I'm training a client, and I look back after after we had just had that conversation. He talking to him. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, talking to him, and then he shakes his hand, walks the fuck out. You know what the funny thing is? I left the next year, same day. Damn. Yeah, I got kicked on out the, the money. Day. Yeah, same day. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Not yeah, to be kicked out. Yeah, I, he was like, um. Bro, it was it was kind of fucking weird. Um, so he was like, "Oh, so I heard you're opening a gym." I was like, "Yeah." Um, conversation. It actually went fairly smooth. Um, and then I was like, "I mean, like, I have because Ma- Macarena had a, a competition two weeks later." Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Macarena had a competition two weeks later. I was like, "Can I just train in here for like the the rest of that time?" I was like, "I'm willing to pay you for it." You know what I mean? He was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "No way." Yeah, he, he was like, "No." Nah. He was like, "No, you're not doing it." I was like, "Oh shit." That's so kind of grimy though. It, I mean, it's how he was. Y- yeah, um I would say that it, it was uh His name was Macarena? No, no he was oh. a, just Dave was the type of guy <laughs> oh, that he just Dave. everybody had to know that he ran it. He was like like he had control, mm-hmm. which is fine. He it was his own gym. Yeah. But I think that he just, and I can understand because I know how I can come across. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Um, sometimes, not all the time, but I, I know I can come across as like very like in your face, like just trying to take over shit. I'm loud. I get it. Like even when I'm in the gym, I can be fucking around with Peter sometimes. I might be, you know, I, I get it. I, I know, and I know that, but my whole point is he, he missed the opportunity to collaborate with me. Because I truly wanted to make Iron Core something. Like he, he, re- like I, I, Peter will tell you this. Like I truly wanted to help yeah, him. Yeah, we were oh, sitting wait. in. On, we were sitting you in don't on meetings. Still and work shit. out there? I work out there. Yeah, I but you don't out. train there. Fuck no. Oh hell! No. And that guy still owns it. Yeah, it's his or it's like a franchise. It's his. It's oh, his. oh oh yeah yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I, like I truly was gonna help him out because I'm like Dave, yo, you dude, got we sat in on probably like you got what, some four or five stuff here, man. We can we. This is a big thing. Nobody knows about this spot. Yeah. And didn't he like just, it. He yeah. Didn't like it, man. It was one. It, yeah. It was, it was fucking. Wild. I think he just owns it just to like feel good about himself. <laughs> I'm serious. People do that. I don't think he's in it to make money. Yeah. There's no way he is, Peter. How long has he been open? There's no way he is. Mm. No fucking way, bro. Mm. Three years He's got maybe? nobody. Dude, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Peter, he's not out there hustling. He's not out there moving around. He's yeah. not. Yeah, it's just there. there, and he's paying $3,000, $3,500 a month. In, in, God bro, damn. He Dude, would me. keep the gym so fucking hot. He would turn one of the ACs off. It'd be like 90 degrees. My cus- my clients be complaining about that shit. They're yeah. like, yo, the fucking AC. And I'm like, I don't know. This guy, he's just it's just how he is. But yeah. you know, everybody's different. They own, you know, everybody when they run when they run their business, like I get it. You know, people you when you're going into network or collaborate with someone, you gotta be able to let them know that. Like it is, it was his gym. He has say. Yeah. You know, I'm paying him money. I get it. But at the end of the day, I was also a customer. I was giving that dude a lot of fucking money in business. Yeah. So, like, let, let's say, a for lot, example, bro. Look, so uh, he's saying, he said $3,500 in rent. Christian was at least giving him a grand, right? Yeah. And like 1200 bucks. He was getting almost a quarter from me alone. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Yeah. So he was doing that. And then, like, towards the tail end, 
uh, when he ended up like switching up the prices, he was making a, a grand, including my clients and me paying. He was making a grand off of me too. Damn. Yeah. So think about that. So he gets a percentage off of what of your clients? It was just he, towards the tail end. So there wasn't even a rent model before Christian walked in. Mm-hmm. And Christian actually helped him write a yeah, rent model. I was like, what are you doing? Like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Like, this is how you're going to make money like this. Yeah. yeah. And then I felt bad because then he, he started doing that with Peter. Oh, no. But, I mean, I wasn't worried about it. Like, because he was like, he told me that before. Like, before we even met, he was like, oh, I'm probably thinking about doing a rent. I was like, I don't really care. So me and my just, wife came in. <laughs> like, me and my wife come in with a paper and we're like, hey, like, this is what we think should work. Because this is how at any time fitness, it wasn't working out this way. This, and he, he agreed. Yeah, and it went through. So it was like ten dollars. It was like I think every 20- client, every client had to pay a membership. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he wanted like ten, twenty five at first. I don't know. It wasn't twenty five at first. Oh, oh, you came up with twenty five. I think it. I think it was like fifteen. Yeah. For the first, like twenty clients. It was like oh, it no, might have been. It might have been twenty five. The first ten cl- ten clients. Yeah, and then and everything then it, after that. Everything stayed. after that, like, was like twenty or fifteen. I don't. I don't really remember no, what so it was. I, I remember. So, like, if you're looking at it, it the first first ten is twenty five dollars, right? So that's two fifty off rip. But from ten to from eleven to twenty, it stays at two fifty. Once you reach two fifty, it's three fifty. Well, once you reach twenty, it's three fifty. You know what I mean? So basically. It's good and it's bad, right? The bad part about it is more so for the person who's doing the rent model because of the fact as soon as you hit that, if you if you were smart enough, I would say, uh, as soon as you hit that middle ground, we're like 15, 16, you could just float that. And you could just be like, hey, I'm charging you more. You know what I mean? So you charge your clients more. Jack that price up for your clients, and, now you and then you're still playing. The, you're yeah, still paying yeah. the two fifty, and I think he started catching wind of that, maybe, and it kind of hurt his feeling. Mm. But you know, it is what it is. Like I kind of like. He, like I mean, doubled, I sh- then he tried doubling and tripling it. Oh no! Like I remember there was a bro. It was, it and was that's what wild. made me leave. I'm like, yeah, it was you a, can't just. He deliberately did that to make him leave, though. Like deliberately. Oh, he wanted you out. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want Tristan around at all. Yeah. I was in there all day. Then I was like interviewing people because I had my kids' program. Mind you, I told him this prior to all this. Mm-hmm. I said, "Can I use the back room for interviews? Can I like?" I would ask. I wouldn't just do something. Mm-hmm. I would always ask first. Right. You know what I mean? That's just how I was. Respect. For his gym, yeah. and he just—I yeah. don't know. Then he ended up. He just realized, like, I don't know how many, like, how, like, how business, how, how successful I was in business, and he just—he didn't like that, so I left. I said, "Fuck that." That's a missed yeah, opportunity. Walk, walk I'm out of here. That's a yeah. missed opportunity on his. And part. I left, yeah. but I don't know. I wish him the best of luck. I do. Yeah. Just till this day, worst business guy I've met, <laughs> bar none in my life. <laughs> Bar none, hundred percent. I've oh, never man. met. As a matter, I did learn. I learned everything of what not to do from that guy. It looks like a dope gym, though. It's, it's yeah. nice too. Christian said it's the best gym he's ever been inside of. Yeah. Wow. A hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. For me, I mean, like it was. It had everything you needed. It had yeah. a room, a plyo room, which I helped him with that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A plyo room, a kickboxing room, like it had all types of shit in there, and he like he had wrestling mats in there. You know what I mean? So oh, I. That's dope. No, he had wrestling mats in there at first, but it didn't. And then I turned it, it and then we got oh, like oh. he got like a big rig. 
you know, kickboxing bags in there. And it, it was good. It was a nice gym, but he just he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, it's still up and running. Don't get me wrong. So he, he must have something. Yeah. But I don't know how he's making money off of it. <sighs> Anyways, that's business. What if what if COVID uh you can't recover from COVID. Just don't be a bad business guy. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and you'll be okay. That's life. Yeah. Um, relationships. We're going to get into relationships. Uh, I forgot the, the, the... Oh, you had it on there? I had it on here. It was... Um, you look like Ice Cube, dog. Thanks, man. From uh, uh, NWA days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. More so. I think it's the hat. I know. I'm going for it. You I want to talk about common issues that you see in a in a relationship. Um, I, Communication. This is this is coming from my own personal marriage. Talk. Uh, an uncle of mine, his marriage, and a, and a lot of a lot of other people's, even other even other fr- uh, friends of mine. Um, and that is when you have someone in a marriage, someone in a relationship that's had a terrible childhood, either a no dad, no mom. Um, I don't know, something happened in their childhood growing up, drugs or, or whatever it is like that, some sort of trauma. And you've you've been raised in a lot of chaos. And then you got the other person who's been raised semi normally. In a normal like a normal setting, a normal loving family. And then you're you're with someone and you're 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 with someone and you're you guys are in a relationship and you kind of quite don't understand one another because the guy who's been a nor- who's been normal he, he, the girl is, or the guy or girl is looking for chaos and is looking for like they're always fighting because that's all they've done all their life, mm-hmm. and then need to find a problem. The guy, the the other person is like, well, wait a minute, like what's going on? <laughs> Which brings me to counseling, marriage counseling. How important marriage counseling is? Do I believe in it? Do I do I feel like it, it it's a it, it is a thing? I think marriage counseling. Uh, and people in general should always have someone to, someone to go talk to, even re- like for anything, regardless. I think holding stuff in, both male or female, if you've had something traumatizing, don't penalize the other person for that. Like, don't treat them like shit because of that. Like, if you had a bad dad or a bad fatherhood, a bad father or a bad mom growing up where they weren't in your life, like, don't blame the other person for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but an in, in uncle of mine, they're... Uh, you know, he was, he, he, you know, they were struggling with, with, with their marriage or whatever. They went into marriage counseling and the marriage counseling fixed them. And what do you see in marriage counseling? Well, you see, like, basically, that person is basically a set of mind. Think of us, you know how we wear a mask, right, to go out for COVID? And the marriage counselor is basically like that mask. They're like that protector of both people's feelings. Because they're going to be there and they're going to be like that mediator of like, well, no, this is how this person's feeling. And even though no matter how many times I told my wife something, if the fucking counselor said it, then it mattered. You get what I'm saying? But that, I mean, that's just, that's just and the way people I know, are. I know that's normal. Yeah. That's the way people are because like, uh, like once, sh- and this is weird. Like, for example, if your parents were to be like, if your parents can give you the most, the utmost, most motivational speech ever, Right. You could listen to it and you're like, Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, whatever. But then you hear it from someone else and you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Like, what's the, I mean, but there's no difference. Yeah. Only difference now is like you have, you're closer to that person. Uh, you're closer to your, your, uh, your parents. So 
once you're removed from that situation, you'll tend to glorify somebody else that you're tells you exactly something. Exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I, I guess you feel like, oh, you're my parent. You're supposed to say that. Yeah. But yeah. When yeah. For some you're random, right. you're like, oh, wow, that was profound. Right. Yeah. Most, but it could literally be word you, for most word. Most men, most men, when they when they go to get married or they they choose their significant one, they're expecting what they've seen their mom give their husbands. This is most men think this way. So yeah, you're, say, you're almost may- you're almost looking for your own mom. Yeah, they say men marry their moms. And women like are trying to marry their dads. I, I mean, I'm not in a, not in like that type of I way, mean, but like that's what, what they that's what they expect. They expect that's what they that. see. Yeah, what they've yeah, seen. So they if, expect. If, so if they've seen that, that's what they're usually going to expect. Most of the time, not all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you got to remember the guy. Is not their fucking father. Mm-hmm. The guy is their parents. My dad and my mom. That's who I am. You know, I'm not my dad, my my wife's dad or my wife's grandpa. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. just not going to happen. And so I, I think that with communicating, like like Peter said, with communication. You, you hear you hear yeah. that word so much, but people don't even understand like the type of communication somebody may not may necessarily need. Mm-hmm. It could be like, "Hey, I got you." Hug. That's all they might need at that at that They're particular. Like, wow, point. that was amazing. You know, it, it, it could be it could be anything. Um, I I, th- I think people people need marriage counseling. I think even if you're in a good relationship, you should talk to someone. You should constantly listen to to videos about it and learn about relationships. Like I think it's a must. Mm-hmm. I really do think it's a must. I, I think that I think that effort, discipline, sex, communication, intimacy, um, emotional roller coasters, like there's certain things in a marriage that you gotta deal with yourself, and then there's certain things where you gotta deal with together. And those are the things sometimes you gotta decide whether you're in it by yourself or you're in it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things that you should know by this point over a year about, like, Kaylee's inner, de- Kaylee's inner, de- not to get personal, but Kaylee's inner, inner demons. Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew my wife's inner demons within the f- first six months. Like, she, she, she was like, wild it was something shit. like, it was wild. I was like, holy shit. Like, I, and I was intimidated. Yeah. You know, I was a fucking pussy, to be honest with you. I really was. I really, I, I have no problem admitting that. Yeah. Her childhood was so fucked up. And and so weird, abnormal that it like it it intimidated the hell out of me. You know what I mean? It scared me. So, you know, I, I'm not fucking scared now. I mean, it is what it is. But you people should know what the type of inner demons you have yourself, mm-hmm. and what the other person is you know might have, just in case. Because you don't because you don't want to be three, four, five years in and you find some, you find like something emotional, emotional, not like a lie or something like that, like. That's going to happen. You know, I'm talking about like something like very traumatizing like or a, emotional. Like a trigger. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. What the fuck just happened? My dad used to beat the fuck out of me. And you're like, wait a minute. And you're four years in. Yeah. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean your dad used Where to Where was that in the you? beginning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, you yeah. should know that shit. Mm, I totally agree. Yeah. Because cause if you're going to be, com- if you're in a relationship right now, you're not married, you're not even uh, engaged. Okay, because being in a relationship and being it's the same shit. When you're married, that's when it that's when it's different. 
because that means you're fully committed. It's 100%. You're not even 100% committed when you're engaged. I mean, I was, but, but I'm talking about like by, by, by paper. Yeah. So you, you should, you guys should know who, yeah, that, what I the mean, fuck you're getting yourselves into. You know, yeah. who are they? Like, who the fuck are they when they're at their worst? And that, yeah, see, I, I totally agree with that. But what I don't fucking get, Here like, what, what, what really pissed. would, like, throw me off good. was when people, especially now, more so now, you know what I mean? I can't even say so much back then because, one, I didn't live back then. Two, there wasn't social media back then. So people are more likely to be liars now, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. fucking understand why someone would even think about getting, like, marrying someone within the span of two years. I can't even picture that. Like I you said. You mean nowadays? Nowadays. Like I said, back then it's different. Because, like I said, no social media. I don't know. Two, I didn't, I didn't have much context of back then because I was younger anyway. I think it depends on how old they are. That's okay. If I think if you're 30, 31 at that point, like you fucking you you have an idea. Like you're not stupid. Okay. So not that you're stupid. What I'm saying is like at that age, like you you're you're done with your twenties, like you're 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 you know what you want. By that point, like you're you you should be financially like on your way. You know, not like you're not wealthy. I mean, I was broke as a joke at 30. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like you should like you're coming into yourself your own and like you you're mature. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit more context. Anywhere between eighteen to twenty-four. I think eighteen to twenty-eight. Eighteen to twenty-eight. If you're trying to get married within a yes short period of time, I think you're I think fucking that's fair. wild. I, I, I think, think that's I think fair. eighteen to twenty-eight. I think if you're if you once you hit twenty-eight years old, if you've been with that same woman, go fucking marry him. Yeah. Like, you, you're. It's like it's time. You no, know but what I'm saying? saying like my my thing is like between eighteen to twenty-eight years old, right? If you've been dating someone for like. A year. So how long for you? <laughs> I would say, like, I would need to know. That's the majority that, like, of our friends. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So for Kaylee, for example, I would need to almost feel as if I know her in inside and out. But at the same time, I'm only getting a rough idea of what she's like at her core. You're you're right. At her you core. Because you people out, change, like, so fucking much. You will find out until... You're living with one another. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Yo, can because I get, can because I give you guys a story when you're when you're done. Yeah, only yeah. because that's when you're around all the time, mm-hmm. and what ends up happening is you the alone time stops. You know what I'm saying? And then like you gotta and start you gotta planning adjust. dinners together, and it's like yeah, and then it's like all of a sudden you start taking each other for granted because that time you used to have alone, you don't have that no more. Yeah, you know you. Oh no, um, trust me. Kay- like if Kaylee's watching this right now, whatever alone time you need, you can go ahead and take it. That's fine. I know, but I'm all for my it. advice to you is, I think it's great if you two. I think after two three years, this is just my advice. Yeah, you should move in together after two three years. Yeah, okay? even Jonathan was even saying like, I am happy that I moved in with Megan because. I'm glad that I know what, what this shit is like now, as opposed to me getting married You're and right. then moving in together. I think that I think I think that Crazy. after I think if you've been together at least a year and a half, two, three, with a, a year and a half to three years, you should at least attempt to move in with one another. I see. I can see that. I can because see that. at that point, like you just start, you start seeing certain habits. Yeah, I've seen think, people try to move in within the span of a month of being together. 
Bro, I'll be honest with you. Me, within within eight months, me and my wife moved in with with one another. See, that's eight months though. And even then, like I said, back then, people were truer back then. I know, but like, I just think I just think it depends on the dynamic of how you guys are. I think within a year and a half, this is my advice. Don't again. get me wrong, I still wouldn't have done that. A I year and a half, <laughs> not me. <laughs> once you hit that year and a half mark. You can start considering moving together. I agree. Okay, so like you're at that level now, where like it, it's a consideration. So yeah. within the next year and a half, if I was a coach or a marriage counselor, or whatever, I would say you should be moving to win it with because you don't want to spend three fucking years, four years, yeah, to find out a fucking habit that you're like I can't live with this shit, and then you're gone. That's why I think it is important. Like, it is important to do that. Like, that's very important to do. Yeah. Now, I don't know, biblically, biblically like, some people have a problem with that. Like, it is what it is. But I'm like, because then, like, you start developing habits together. You start, like, okay, well, it's, it's showtime. It's game time. You invite other couples over. You're, you just start getting into, that, like, a different new chapter of your life. Mm. That is going to be the majority of your life remember mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so like right now like with peter like the minute they make that jump if they do and it hope you know god willing it works out like that's the main chapter of what your life your regular life is going to be looking that's like. even that's crazy as fuck to even think about because i feel saying? like yeah because i feel like going through your 20s like you just went through like you know like how in games they give you like the fucking tutorial like i really just feel like i'm in a tutorial right now you just kind of like figuring shit out. And then I'm 30, real shit starts, and I'm like, what the fuck? When did I get here? <laughs> Button commands pop yeah, like, up, oh, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're young, I, yeah. you know, but it's going to be good to know, like, you know, waking up in the morning. I mean, you, you, you're staying over now, and you guys, it's, it is what it is, but when it's an everyday thing, it becomes different. In the beginning, it's pretty cool, and then you're like, Need my guy time. I need my woman. You know, she's gonna need her girl time or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel you. And then you just gotta, all, like, like I said, I'm all for it. You have to tell your story. Oh yeah, real quick. Um, it's funny that you guys brought up. <laughs> you brought up that a buddy of mine. I'm not gonna say his name or whatever, but a buddy of mine calls me last night and he's like, "Bro, I'm pissed off." I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "I think I might be single, man." I'm like, "What are you talking Yikes. about?" So last week. Him and his girl went out. I guess they went out to dinner or whatever. Nothing crazy. Magical open. dining this month, guys. Keep that in mind. True. I'm um, Capital Grill on Sunday. I heard. I heard when? Capital Grill on Sunday. I'm going. I heard Magical Dining is pretty oh, dope. Oh shit! With the uh, the gift card. Yeah. My man. <laughs> See, I, I need I need to do that. But anyway, um, so yeah, so they went out just a regular day, whatever. Um, he got home. You know, took her home. He got home. And next thing you know, she's like mad at him. What? And she's and he's like, why the fuck are you mad at me? She thought he was going to propose to her that day. I don't know why, but she thought he was going to propose. And he's like, what made you think I was ready to propose to you? And then. Well, when you say it like that, it kind of. Well, I, I know he. That's bad. No, 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 no. He, he, he didn't say that. I'm saying. I'm okay. saying, like, you know, like, what what would make you think that, yeah. you know? Well, depending on the tone. She's probably <laughs> telling all her friends he's going to propose. Like, I don't, yeah, so. He didn't do shit. He was yeah. so, con yeah, he was so confused. He's like, I, I'm like, no, it was, we were going out. We were just going out for, like, dinner or whatever. So. Uh, so expectations. Expectations. So she was like, I had this 
I had this plan in my head on when I wanted to get married and get engaged and this and this uh, and that. Peter's done. This is gonna make. Yeah, I knew P- it. Peter. Peter I is not. It. He a fan does of not this. like this type He's of not stuff. A fan of this. Bro, listen. If you can hear me, still listen. So yeah. So she said I had this Ricky plan the in Dragon my head. Steamboat just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's done. He had to get a swig he of water. He's water. done. Yeah, he's done. So he was like, he was like, look. I'm not financially ready to start a family. You know, I'm still living at my dad's house. I'm not working right now. I can't afford to do that, to make that next step. Right. He's like, I'm trying to like, I'm, you know, I'm doing like he's making, he's doing different investments, investing in stocks and all this shit. I remember he told her, he's like, oh, I want to, you know, get a vending machine because you can make some money back on vending machines or whatever. And you know what happened? When he brought that up, she got mad at him saying, so you're telling me you can invest in a vending machine, but you can't invest in our future? And I was like, that is it. That is the future. I'm like, what? This is that's I'm common. Like, I want to read what? something. I want to read this something common. to you guys. That's common, bro. Bro, so and women then, are like that. Yeah, because I'm they're like, just, they're, I'm like, he's not buying sneakers or new video games. He's buying something to make yeah, he's money. Not even so he can. Aff- so but she, to it, them, they don't see the concept as normal. You get what I'm saying? And and he was like, I'm so confused. I don't even know what. To, and she doesn't even want to like talk to him right now. This okay. happened last night. The whole. Oh like, no, she's insane. I'll say that now. <laughs> um. Uh, man, I, I feel bad for him, bro. I, I want to read feel, this. I feel very bad. I want to read him. this. Um, it said, "Why men don't marry, right? Because there's nothing in it for them. What exactly? What exactly does marriage offer to men? Quote in quotations. Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money, and if it all goes wrong, their family." Says Helen Smith. Uh, she's a doctor, author of Men on Strike. They don't want to enter into a legal contract where someone could effectively take half of their strike. Si- That's a book. Yeah, it's a bu- uh, it's a book. Uh, I've got to order this. They don't want to enter a legal contract with someone who could effectively take half of their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being commitment phobes. They're being smart. Unlike women, men lose all their power lose all their power after they say "I do." Their masculinity dies too. I want to ask you, and, and I don't one hundred percent agree I'm with gonna, this. I, I was kind of like, ah, you know, but th- there's some truth to it. Peter, all right. At some point in a marriage, all of that is true. I can imagine. I can imagine that. I want to ask you something. I want you to be mm. really honest with me on yeah. the air here. Oh, and I know you won't lie to me. Has some of the discussions in the gym went through your head like, I ain't fucking getting married? Be honest, 100%. No, I still want to get married. Okay. I still want to get married. Um, I would honestly end up having, like, just like you mentioned, like smaller marriages and shit like that. And um, Smaller marriages? Smaller, like a smaller marriage. Um, Like, you know what I mean? No, like, are you afraid of marriage? No, I'm not afraid of marriage. Okay. Okay. Like, it's not something... That's not something no, that I'm, I'm not, like. I'm not. If like, am I expecting it now? Fuck no. Hell no. There's no timeline for. There's me. no timeline. There's no timeline for marriage. That's a gray area. I'll say that. But I wouldn't personally say that there's a timeline for it. I'm not in a rush. I don't think that you should wait fucking eight years after being with somebody to get married. But I also don't feel like you should do it within the span of a year and a half. 
I think that you should have an idea within three years. I agree. Totally agree. Idea meaning like, oh shit, like this this is the one. Yeah, I totally agree. And then like, but you still, within three years, you're not going to know the person. That's true. I'm sorry to tell you that you won't. You'll start knowing them within the five, seven year mark. Mm -hmm. Like in and fucking out. Like me and my wife now, bro, like we're, I mean, we're like so in and out. Like it's not even funny. But it takes a long time because you you got to go through life, you got to go through your issues, you got to go through ups, downs, working ups that. and downs and you're crying and your fights and it's just shit. You have to go through all of that to really find out like how strong of a couple you are. Mm. I'm just it's just it's no, just you're right. It just is what it is. You're yeah. right. But I mean, a lot of a lot of the times people always have this thing where it's like if it's past thirty, it doesn't make sense. Why was dick. thirty Shut always up. always what like the time thirty? Like the time limit. If you They're get like, married after thirty, I want to have. Sense. I want to be married and have kids by thirty. Like, why is it thirty? That's still young. But guys, listen, because women and men are different. You remember, our clocks are completely different. Like even with kids, yeah, we be yeah. women get there's a, there's vibing. there's definitely there's, when it comes to like like women's emotional well being. They had they really do have times ticking and clocks inside of their bodies. There's just cravings and hormones that they have that like we just will never feel. Mm-hmm. And like we just never will understand it. And that's why they say that. You know what I mean? And for them, like women, like when they feel like failures, it's it's more of like like that. It's more like family. Like, I don't have a guy, you know, I don't have a guy that's staying with me. I don't have a guy that, that I can have kids with and grow up and have a family. Like most women, their their times are ticking, and they're like, "I want to have a family." Yeah, but and at, for, at and the, for them, and most of them, is, it is thirty. It's before thirty. But yeah. for us guys, we're like, "Yo, calm the fuck down." Mm-hmm. Like you know uh, what I'm saying, no, yeah, absolutely. You shouldn't like it, women should not pressure men into things because of their own clock, though. That yes. shit is fucked up. Amen. That shit is fucked up. That's that, how they are. That's a that's con- that's a emotional manipulation. Yep. When you think about it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fucked up for you to even try to do that to some somebody. And it's justifiable for the individual because they're like, um, they do so, but they do good, and then they end up they end up get, a guy get, ends up getting married, and when when he doesn't want to, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then he fucks up resentment. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the thing with my buddy. She's kind of like putting that pressure on him. Like, I want to be engaged. I want to get married. And he's like, he needs to put no, even, people not these, done, He's not even done college. He wants a yeah. lot of the time people want to get, well, girls primarily, they want to get engaged for the sake of telling people that they're engaged. I mean, and look, you're not on social media right now. So I can attest for that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very true. That I'm not true. on social media, no. Mm-hmm. But I do know even. Before I got off of it, that yeah. it was like if they were if someone got pregnant, it'd yeah. be like a fucking stage thing. I'm pregnant, mm-hmm. or it'd be like I see you're coming. Don't yeah. worry, we'll, we'll end about five minutes. Yeah. Oh, I it, didn't even know it was five. If, if if the the baby reveals like this, like coming up with all this, you know, that actually shit. started a, a fucking like some of the wildfires in California. Yeah, it was it was because of the, the baby gender reveal. So yeah. we got. I mean, I, I uh, uh, what else? Like if if someone's engaged, it's like we're engaged, and they stage a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like I yeah. get it. Like I, I understand that it's it's one of them things where it's just it's just again it goes back to what they see on social media. So if they see a couple of their friends doing it, like I'll promise you this, 
one of the only reasons also why you you have to look at your circle of friends, right? Mm-hmm. That you're around most of the time. They're older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and they're true. already way ahead, like way ahead of like, um, not like financially or career. Oh, of course, no, still ahead I, of me. I, I, I'm <laughs> talking about like phases of life. Yeah. Oh, of course. Even yeah, Patrick. Yeah. That too. Married kid. Me married. Thirteen years in a relationship. Right. And, and but that's always like the like root Andrew, of the like argument. Andrew, right? Andrew and and like people are like, just just you know, you're going to a baby shower. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like you're you're like you're the youngest of that that port. Now what's gonna end up happening I am, is I am too. What's gonna end up happening is if you had friends, the I would say if you had let's say me, Andrew, your brothers, um, I don't know, name, name Kevin, some other like good close friends of yours. We were we all weren't married. Same age. We all weren't that, and we were like all had just girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And then after two three years, one by one, we start getting engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna your mindset would be different. One hundred percent, I can, where, I can, I can promise you from. that. And it's only it's the, because at that point we're all going to be like in the same mindset and yeah. stage of our relationships. I agree, but yeah. I, what I'm saying is like it, a lot of it has become more of a social media ploy than anything. I agree with and, you. And then and another thing too shit. is like for for my boy and kind of for me too. It's like it always comes up to oh, oh it always comes up like oh our friends are getting married and exactly. doing this and doing Fuck that. Them. And I'm like so Fuck that's them. great do that they're that doing that in life, nah, but man. I, I'm not ready nah, for that. Not, it, it, that's that's just how I don't want the white picket fence family thing now. Like, give me some time. And that's the same thing with my boy. He wants to finish college. He wants to do his thing, and then he's ready to do. And that. he should do his thing, right? That shouldn't. I think he should. That I shouldn't be a. Fine. That shouldn't. If it was just some like, no, I don't feel like it. You know, then I'd be like, all right, well, come on, bro. But he's if he's demon, if, he's being demonized for wanting to do better. Can you believe that? Yeah, who is my 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 friend? I was talking about. He's getting demonized for wanting to do better Again, for her. Support for her. Yeah, support support. He shouldn't be ever doing anything for her. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, ever. for the family, but like he was doing it for him. But him would also like equal that lady said right there. Family. It's not worth it. <laughs> hey, listen, that's our uh, relationship talk. Um, you know, there's no timeline to love and marriage. And relationship, there's a timeline to there's no timeline to when everything feels right to you. So when everything feels right to you, that's when it's time. It could be that. four months, six months, a year, four yeah. years, five. Whenever it's right for you, that's when it's the right time. Just be smart about and it. And don't be surprised if someone's timeline is is before yours. You yeah, know, it doesn't match. Very rarely is someone say I love you first. Oh, 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 oh. and then you. another thing. That was another thing she brought up. She's like, I can't believe it took a year and nine months to figure out our timelines aren't the same. I'm like, oh, why did you say that to him? That's so mean. I feel bad for him. She really said she that said to him? She said that to him. She's like, I can't believe it took me a year and nine months to figure out our timelines don't match up. They haven't mm-hmm. even been together two years. And I ain't two years. And she, and she wants to be engaged. I'm... I'm good. I'm good, bro. I, I don't have anything else to say. I I, I had to I had to say that. I forgot that part. I'm, I don't have anything else to say. It's a little bit upsetting. I'm sorry. Did it turn off? Wait, spin the mic on the... Because the, the switch. I don't know if it's covering the switch. Yeah, it probably is. Well, take the mic off the stand. Yeah, and then just... There we go. He's going to have to figure out... Like, he's got to... To me, 
with somebody like that, you put your fucking foot down. Yeah. Flat out. This is the way it's going to be. This is going to how it is. This is how I feel. Yeah. yeah. This is how we're going to have to work as a team. You don't like it? That's fine. I'll go get my vending machine. Yeah. You can go find your your whatever the fuck. Yeah. One year wonder. Yeah, one year wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> one year wonder. <laughs> That's, funny. That's good. Hey, you're on the road to Christian Ortiz. Peter Pierre. Happy Friday. We're out. Take care, guys. Thank you.